Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you getting paid? And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. For Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and uh, welcome to Wrestling Daft. Uh, I am not Rab Forns, I am producer John. Um, and as we see in the wrestling business, card is always subject to change. However, no change has been made because as ever we are joined by the Stevenson dream himself, Mr. Grado, Graham Steveway. How are you, Grado? How are you, John? I'm very impressed. Wait, well, I don't know if I'm, I'm impressed, but um, basically... Right, we'll tell the story, right? So, so, so Rab has texted us about an hour before we come on the podcast to say that he's in a meeting and he will not be able to, he might overrun. Yes. And I thought, right, that's no bother. Um, because he had a meeting with regards to something. Now, this meeting with regards to something, just by chance, I am in an email chain for this. Yeah. For the reason that he's having a meeting. Um, and I thought, that doesn't sound right to be see here. So I went into the email chain and he's, uh, well, the Zoom that he is probably 100% talking about was meant to start at the exact time that we start recording this podcast. So what <laughs> Rab has done is, and it's very, very clever, because this is a shit that I did, but now the shoe is on the other foot. It's a bit annoying. It's annoying, basically, no, Rab, is it? Basically, Rab, he has planted, he's planted the seed half an hour before we come on to say, look, this might overrun, but his meeting actually started at the same time as Wrestling Daft, and... <laughs> Do you know what? Fair play to him because that's the kind of shit that I pull off. So I don't know whether to tell him that I've done my detective work that I know that he's um he's other meeting starts at the exact same time as this. I don't know, but well, we'll uh, let him know next week. We'll let him know next week. Right, does, we'll that, do. does that teach you a lesson, Grado? Have you learned a lesson from this? I feel bad, mate, because how many right. times have I pulled shit like yes, this? Yes, you have. You? Yes, you have. What's what? Have I give you? Is there any? What's I think the, I think some one of the best ones I think is when you said. Oh, I'm still stuck in Stevenson. I'm stuck behind a tractor. And then you sent a picture of a said tractor, which you've clearly just went on to Google Images and found a picture of a tractor on a road that you've been stuck behind. And here we go. Here's the proof. You know what? The, the famous stuck behind a tractor, that has been with me since, I'd say, about 2009 when I started working in the fire brigade. And that's why I used to always say I'm stuck behind a Because I just... I tried to kind of... Um, well, it's rife down Ayrshire way, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? It's rife down in Ayrshire. Tractors are rife. I kind of mm-hmm. tried to give it away that Ayrshire's are just countries and roads and stuff like that. So the tractor one is... Um, it's... Uh, <laughs> what is that one? <laughs> uh, well, listen, the show must go on. We have tried... And apologies for the latest of the show going out uh, this week because last yesterday Sky decided to die across uh, East Central Scotland where I'm based so we couldn't record it then uh, kids have got in the way but we're here we're here now and we've got a lot to talk about wrestling been a big week in wrestling um, we had the relaunch of NXT Gradle you were all over it I was actually I watched I mean I'd say I watched 10 minutes of it and it was enough I know it was a good show but the, 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 what I loved is um, this breaker breaker Oh, he's great, isn't he? Why? Aye, he is great. I, I, there's a couple of booking decisions I'll, I'll question in the fact that he, he went over LA Knight and then LA Knight was in the title match the next, like at the end of the show, right? Is that what happened? Aye. So, oh, but however, why, 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 when you got Stein, Rick Steiner's boy, who oh, looks the fucking spitting image of him, by the way. He's his double. And, and he, there, apparently an edict went to WWE, you cannot reference Steiner. You cannot reference Rick Steiner. Why? Uh, exactly. Why would you not? Because mm, we had a wee bit of debate with, with, with Rab in the group chat. He seems to think it's a kind of F you to Big Braun. Yeah, he thought that, aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he's got a new Braun, aye. But you see how even the way he speaks, he actually speaks like his uncle, I know. I can hear, I can hear Scott, obviously sounds like Rick, but you can, yeah. he, he just, everything about him, 
but he looks like an absolute star, man. He does, I love that leotard. I'll be getting one like that for myself, hey. <laughs> other things have happened now this is when you know that wrestling transcends the normal world my wife i was sitting there with her there just now and she goes who's rick flair and i went <laughs> i said he's a very famous wrestler why <laughs> chance that question he's trending on twitter and i went immediately oh god has is rick is rick passed is rick passed and then but the other option obviously is when they're trending on twitter he's either dead or cancelled so it was going to happen it was going to happen soon enough wasn't it uh, i think i think rick, uh, rick flair and tommy dreamer have been cancelled this week but, uh, i mean I've, know, I've not watched oh, that side of the ring yet but oh I... god I think I'm going to watch that as soon as I come after this, but it doesn't look good for my toys. It doesn't look good. I mean, the the thing is, it could be a fucking house of cards now. 80s wrestlers are... are it could be cancellations left, right and centre. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're bang on, mate. You're bang oh, on. Oh, no, no, no. But aye, we'll get a lot more stuff in the buries and put A lot's been happening in wrestling this week. But let's go into the correspondence from last week. Uh, Patrick starts us off this week, just says... Just thinking of that time TNA sent Grado a drawing of a cheque and remembering that as good as AEW is, wrestling will always be better when it's run by con men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what's funny? Because I, um, do you know what I've been doing this week? What? There's a wee guy, a wee guy, there's a man in Philadelphia, right? An author. Right. Very, who's wrote loads of books. I don't want to give his name in case it's a secret uh, project, but he's writing a book about TNA. Oh, has he come for a quote for oh, you? I've been. I was on the Zoom with him the other night for three hours. Shut up! You were in. You must have been Amazing. I was telling stuff that I would never tell on this podcast. Shut <laughs> up! Well, why would you, Grado? You're spilling all the gut, your guts to this boy who's on a book. You got your own wrestling podcast. You know you've done. Did, you, did you tell him the check story? I told him the check story. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I've yeah, told him yeah. other wee bits and bobs, but I'm sitting. It was funny, man. I was sitting there with a coffee. And I, God, Stephanie, my girlfriend's like my fiance. She's giving it. Um, <laughs> fuck you, thought one last right. She could hear me for the for the next room. <laughs> yapping and yapping and yapping, yapping, yapping. I mean, I, I mean, I basically we were to get um, two thousand and fourteen to two thousand and eighteen TNA. It was two years, and I was still in two thousand and fourteen. And then the next minute, Abyss comes in and says to Abyss, I says, "Well, you better." <laughs> You can see I'm going and I'm going, is this one lot of shit or is this good? But he says it's good, so I'm going back on the Zoom the night today, 2015, William. So. Fucking hell! <laughs> I hope you're getting paid a fee for this. And then the next man, Robbie E, comes in and uh, Robbie E, he's not got his gear. So I says, well, you better speak to Dixie. And uh, seemingly Dixie had heard about this and kind of just on and on. Love it, love it, love it. And talking about, do we need to get this extra bonus podcast for the Patreons done where we actually talk about your TNA run? But God, we're going to have to put some time aside for this if you spoke to this boy for three years about 2014. Oh, Christ. Um, moving on with the correspondence. KP Jera has been in touch and he says, now get this, Gredo, ex Middlesbrough and Bolton defender David Tweeter. Are you aware of, remember David Tweeter? David six, Wheeler or Wheeler? David Tweeter, he, but he played for a big guy, six, must be about 6'4", um, blonde hair, he played for Bolton in Middlesbrough. Oh, he's very distinctive, that guy, I remember him. Now, Aye. he said that he's a huge wrestling fan and we should try get him on the show. Well, if now, he begins, right? Okay, now, here, here, here's the, the crux. So I, I, I retweeted this, uh, or replied and said, oh, we'd love to get Big Dave on. It'd be a good chat, I'd speak about wrestling, talk about his football career. And then he must be one of these guys that searches for his name on Twitter because David Tweeter liked the tweet that mentioned him. Wow, right? So, so here it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw down the gauntlet now. I'm going to try and get David Tweeter on the podcast for next week. <laughs> I think he got a cap for England, you know. Listen, David James Tweeter, and he was born in Redcar. That's where my first ever match in England was, was in Redcar. It's just What's a small really? tune. Next ah, to, yeah, next yeah, to just just to, ah, yeah, yeah, I've been to Redcar before. It's an absolute shithole. Sorry if any, if, if anyone from Redcar's listening, it's a fucking shithole of a town. But, you know, tell us about your first wrestling experience in England. Who, me? Which oh, we, we might have been there. He might have been at the bar. That's what I'm saying, time. because he's, he's only a year older than me. Yeah. Um, it was with Grant Dunbar. It was, we went, oh, this is how daft British wrestling is. I'm sure we went down there to wrestle in a, as a tag team and when we got there we ended up wrestling in a three-way against each other in the Hollander gear so it made absolutely zero sense right. at all um, but then we started with that was where 3CW was mate see back in the day 
Free CW, right? It was called Free Count Wrestling. And I'm telling you, some of the shows that they used to put on were tremendous, but it was bizarre. It was like one of the ones like, hey, do you know who they, they used to book? Because Alex Shane would bring out Takeshi Morishima. You ever seen him? Aye, aye. Oh, he was a man. And they gave him the title. But again, it was bizarre seeing like these big, amazing Japanese stars coming to Redka. You know what I mean? Again, <laughs> and they had, they had the Japanese press with him and stuff like that. So... um. I loved going there. The, some of the matches they had, they were incredible. That's where that's where Pack was 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 first came out. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Ah, and yeah. I'm sure he had he, he wrestled as like the ninja kid, and had um, a mask on. And but right for the stacks, I remember going doing my pal. My pal came with me to one of the shows, and he was like, "Who's that guy, man?" He's like, Aye. "The rest of the show was a lot of shite." He says, "But <laughs> that guy was brilliant." Well, I just went on to prove it. Here, yeah, listen, if you know anybody, I mean, our celebrities or footballers that are wrestling fans, let us know out them because, you know, I mean, like, you never find out someone's a wrestling fan, really. It's a bit like you come out the closet as a wrestling mm-hmm. fan. It's like you're maybe sitting with your mates in a pub and you go, you know, you're, I don't know how you get onto wrestling, but maybe it comes on, you're, you're sitting in the pub, BT Sports on, and you're kind of nodding, and then you kind of catch your glance that you're looking at the telly and the wrestling, and they go, you're a wrestling fan. Well, I am. You know what we should do? We should find. We should get a big group of football players, yeah, sports athletes, whatever, and find out who loves wrestling, right? And what we do is we we bring them on, oil them at the one time, <laughs> and out them all, out, out them all, all. Now, and I'm, and address I'm, them and say, I'm why I'm, have you? I'm going to go back to a story you told me, Grado. Uh, I believe Ryan Kent of Rangers fame may be a wrestling fan. Is this true? Well, definitely, his brother is. Have I told the story about Ryan Kent going to New Japan? <laughs> no, you haven't told the story about Ryan Kent going to New Japan. I am all ears. Grab a cup of tea, folks. Grab a biscuit. We're in. Well, basically, I was um, I was in Glasgow, and it was to pay my tax because my my accountant's in Glasgow, and uh, and it's I was tr- trying to find a trying to find a parking space, and uh, I parked up, and then the next minute, this wee mini. Pulls up, right? A wee mini. And a guy sticks his head at his window and goes, Are you Greta? And I went, Aye. He went, Can I pull over and come out and get a selfie with you? I went, Are you fucking Ryan Kent? <laughs> <laughs> and he went, Yeah. So then he was with his brother. He parked up the motor, came up, and I swear to God, it blew my mind. One of them, his brother was a mega, mega wrestling fan, watched, watched American Indies. And, uh, and then Ryan went, oh, I've, I've been to see, I was at New Japan. He says, I went, we were at the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> we were at the Tokyo Dome show together. The two of them went to to, 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 ja, to Japan to watch the wrestling. So I, I'm sure I've kind of, I'm trying, because it's one of the ones where he was absolutely brand new, right? And he was going, oh, God, you're this, you're that, it's brilliant. We've seen you on this and we've seen you on that. And I thought, I'm going to be well muckered up with these two for now on. Yeah. Like, I wish your Instagram cool, brilliant. Not one of them have replied to any of my messages that I've sent, and this was <laughs> two years ago. It's very you know I mean, I thought, next time, next time we come, maybe I'll go with them. <laughs> yeah, well, you were in hospitality. I brought you some. I mean, do you not bump into any of them or that, no? No, you, you, no, no, man, because that's uh, COVID. Ah, COVID, of course. You won't, they won't bring the players around now, of course. Oh, what a shame, what a but, shame. But um, do you know who likes it? And I'm sure Lee McCulloch is a wrestling fan. Really? Well, we know we definitely we definitely know that Grant Holt, who used to play for Hibs, is a wrestling fan. He's been in the squared circle. He's different level. He's different level. He loved it, and it was weird because I remember when I done that thing with Jason Cummings. This was before he was trying to be wrestling, but he was sitting there and he was going telling us all about how much he loved the wrestling, and he was asking me stuff about it. So, who else is there? There must be. Ken, Ken, well, Kenny Miller did the infamous uh, yeah. running uh, when the the house show was in Glasgow, didn't he? Right, and I remember actually when. Kind of Kenny Miller, Kenny Miller, Lee McCulloch era. I remember, um, da, 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 da. The, 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 you know, they sometimes get tra- pictures for training, right? Aye. When they're on the track, he's not at the Murray Park. And I don't know if I've still got it, but they were all doing the DX crotch chop to one another. Were they? This was maybe about 10 years ago. Aye. Right. Um, and I also, funnily enough, um, I was coming back from America once and I was at Heathrow. And I started speaking to this guy. I can't remember his name now and all. And he was a scout for Celtic. And he had just been to somewhere in Asia. And he was saying, there's a couple of the boys that love the wrestling at Celtic. I can't remember who exactly told me what ones, but he said, oh, they're, they're desperate to come and see ICW and stuff like that. This was, this was about six, seven. In fact, not a bit longer than that. And uh, 
I said, well, any, any time they ever went tickets, just let me know. But they never chased up that. But you definitely said there was a big group. I mean, it's not as if it's like a... We've been as if like it's a very niche thing. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the wrestling, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Listen, if you know any footballers or indeed celebrities that love the wrestling, let us know and we can out them on this show. We'd love that. Um, actually, you mentioned we mentioned the house show there. WWE is in town this week, Grado. I know you're yep. going to go uh, some, meet some of your friends. We'll get all the inside gossip next week, no doubt. But I've got an exclusive for you. Wow. Well, it's an exclusive. It's been on the radio already. Oh, I know what it is. Big Tom Stockman, world's strongest man, was we had done the radio show this week, Clyde One. Please listen, or you can listen to Go Radio. Other radio stations are available. Uh, but we had Big Tom Stockman on the show this week. And like we asked, you know, any movie approaches, I don't know if you've seen, you know who Tom Stockman is, world's strongest man, strongest man in Scotland. And we said, any movie approaches, anything like that? Because you expect a guy that size going to get into TV or something like that. He says, well, funnily enough, the WWE have asked me to do something at the show this week so i reckon i reckon they're on the card is a glasgow street fight between jinder and drew arranged i think he's going to be involved in that oh that makes a lot of sense yeah so that, he's... well that's funny funny you say that uh john because i had heard through the grapevine that uh tom stoltman was on the radio and you did tell me that exclusive and i thought well i'm going to bring one bring <laughs> <laughs> now just to let you what behind... i done was what I done was I went, listen, I've heard some rumours that you're going to the WWE. So we got talking to him and uh, he told me that he's going to call me out in the microphone at the, at the end of his wee thing, which I definitely think will not happen. <laughs> I, I'm, well, I'm going to the show, Grado, so I will let you know if that happens or not. But that would be amazing if it does. First time Grado gets a mention in WWE would be incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. So I uh, enjoy the show if you're heading on. Might see you down there for a beer. Um Chatting about wrestling, uh, we're going back to football again. Remember, we, we've, we're constantly on about uh, football themes getting or football teams using wrestling themes. Air United at the weekend apparently Ooh. used the game according to Stephen. They used Triple H's theme at the weekend. Do you think? Do you think that's maybe the the air guys? Maybe a a listener to the show. Well, maybe, maybe. Please keep these coming in, and these if you if you are like do working like football DJing and do listen to the show. Get the wrestling themes on. We'd love to hear that. I want to see if I can get... I know the guy at Falkirk. I want to see if I can get one. We want one at Falkirk. The Shield, I think, would be quite good for the Bairns to run out to. So the see. Shield? Okay, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I think I'd be Just right. half the crowd would go, but it's a shite. That's true. That is true. Um, listen, Westy, our friend Westy, Louise, been in uh, touch. Uh, been chatting about wrestling weddings, she says. If you had your own fantasy wrestling themed wedding, who from any promotion would you like to do things for it? For example, Tony Khan is the planner, New Day to do the music, etc, etc. Now, Grado, you're getting married very, very soon. Is I, I suspect there'll be a few wrestlers at your wedding. But, you know, who would you, let's say, for example, who would you like to officiate the, the ceremony if you could choose any wrestler? I mean, the Reverend Devon? Oh, that's a good one. Batista, Deacon Batista. I, I tell you what I always wanted, though, was Howard Finkel to do it. Howard <laughs> Finkel would be amazing. Because he was doing that after the title. Well, I know he, he, he kind of stopped um, announcing on, on, on the live shows, but I remember when YouTube first came about, there's great footage online uh Howard Finkel doing the ceremonies. Do you now take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? Have you never seen it before? I have never seen right. doing that. I send it to you. You can play a wee bit now because it's brilliant, mate. This right, is about Fifteen years ago. Let's, let's get this. Howard Finkel doing a wedding ceremony I'll is going to be something to behold. Hold here. On, I'll send it to you. Good to see, mate. So here is Howard Finkel. Officiate? Is he officiating the wedding ceremony or is he just doing a speech credo? I mean, I think about. It, I think it's the reception. Play it, and you hear a wee bit. Now here we go, this is Howard Finkel at your wedding. And again, take two. Are you ready? That's better. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to introduce the wedding party. First of all, let's say hello to the parents of the bride, Renee and Barry Weinberg! <laughs> 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 
Wow, are they moving fast. I think they want this thing to get over with. Okay, and now, here are the parents of the groom, Angela and Anthony Sawoya! It was brilliant. Anyway, do you know, do you know, um, see Howard Finkel? I know he's, he's passed away, right? But apparently it was the biggest mark for wrestling. We just loved it. Really? Like, no, like, because um, I knew guys in, um, I think it was maybe like GB told me or, or Abyss, it said that like, he watched TNA every week and he knew everything about everybody and all their gimmicks. Apparently, he was mad for the wrestling. Brilliant. Well, I mean, he's passed, obviously, now, but perhaps, perhaps, Guido, for your way, you could speak to Simon Cassidy, ICW announcer, to do something very similar. Well, he is also the announcer to um, the intro this at the start, man. Is that still Yeah, correct? exactly. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, well, I tell you what, let's open this up for next week, right? So, if you are getting married or have been married, who would you like to do what at your wedding? You know, That's it could good. be DJing, it could be hosting the ceremony, it could be the best man. Who do you want your best man as a wrestler? You'd want, who do you want to cut a promo on you? Jericho. Jericho would be good, eh? Jericho would be great. Um, who else would be good? Um, Shane Douglas. <laughs> Shane Douglas is your best man. I'm you these things. Right, well, listen, uh, we'll throw it out to all you guys. Uh, give us a, get in touch for that for next week on the social channels. Now, I was going to, this is massive. Absham got in touch with us a point about AEW, but it needs the student voice from Rab because it's a very long winded point he wants to make. And I feel it, I wouldn't do it justice w without the student voice. We need Rab to do that. So, Absham, we'll leave that to next week for when Rab's back. Um, the pun is back this week, Credo. We are through out last week. Remember, Neil suggested uh, wrestling insults and swear words. That's right. Um, Nikki Bellend. Yeah, I was at Nikki Bellend. What else did I say? I can't remember now. Nikki Bellend and. Oh, fuck, I can't remember now. I can't remember. Anyway, I saw that there was loads of replies to it. There was a lot of replies. Let's see what pops you, Grado. Here we go. Right, Craig's come in, first of all, with King Kong Diddy. <laughs> Cam Cameron, the great Muta fucker. Dober Ray Dudley. That was good. Pish <laughs> Tawanka. And I like this one. Razor Ramonte fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, Pablo, the ultimate walloper. And Michael P. Flaps Hayes. <laughs> Michael's got Cock Lesnar, which I, uh, Laura T. Laura, now I have to say, Laura, like, direct messaged us because she goes, I don't want to put on this on Twitter or on the main channel because oh, it's rude. It's too rude. So Laura direct messaged us on the on the channel saying, Tay Conti. And <laughs> Who's that meant to be? Tay Conti. Oh, right, after this. Well, who's that? As a, uh, it's fine. AEW. <laughs> uh, Matt Jackoffson. So uh, King Greaves got Prick Foley and Drew Muckintyre. <laughs> WWSPFL, they're a great channel on Twitter. Go and check them out. Mix up football, wrestling. He's got a few. Brett Sharp. <laughs> Pratt Hardy. Cock Lesnar again. He goes, I am watching the Scots. Loving it, by the way. Rab's oh, not here, so he can't like take all the glory um, Prick Rude and Kevin Gash I like Kevin Gash Shun says Van Spanner Big Egypt The Lunatic Minge and Bobby Pish Bobby Pish Dan has Irvin R. Scheiter <laughs> Andrew Stone Cold Steve Arsehole which is so, <laughs> so bad even a fun, it's not even a fun The Dunderheed <laughs> Boys Kenta Cabastard and Moron U Suzuki. Oh, they're terrible. They're terrible. Yep. Bearded Bruno, the Minge Night Express. <laughs> Chris has Junkie Boy. Kevin Smelly. Michael Arsehole. Fucking hell. And Quimmy Yuso. Who's Quimmy? What's that? A quim. A quim is an R word for a lady's bit. Oh, um, Fat Boy 77 says <laughs> Stefani McMahon. Louis, I like this one. Rhonda Big Girl's Blousey. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, James CM Spunk. Yeah. Paul Joby <laughs> Rude or Booby Lashley. <laughs> I 
quite like Booby Lashley. Lashley. And just Jimbo doesn't fuck about. He just goes for Alberto Del Canto. <laughs> so it's not even a, a pun. It's not even a pun, but I love it. So uh, that's it for this week's pun. And we'll have more in the next coming week. But remember, get in touch if you've got any like uh, wrestling wedding stuff. We'll get that on next week. And Abisham will definitely read out your AEW point in the student voice next week. Uh, if you want to get in touch with any of that, football wrestlers, celebrities that are wrestling fans, whatever you want, get in touch with us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta, Wrestling Daft Podcast, or just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email. Use the old school, wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Every week we separate the bad from the good in wrestling. Some would say the wheat from the chaff. Others might say the Titus O'Neils from the Ric Flairs. Um, <laughs> buddies and putovers, Greg, what you got this week? Right, I'm going to put over Braun Straker and I'm going to... Buddy, I don't know, I've not, I've not watched enough. It's usual, mate, I've not watched enough of it, to be honest with you. But like we said at the start, Buddy is... Uh, no, sorry, put over his debut, Buddy's name. That's what I'm going to say. Right. Um, I've got. Remember, I said I was going to. Um, did you like that wee idea that I sent into the chat yesterday? Yes, I did Fans like. Today? I did like this I idea. This is a different section, but I just. Um, I basically thought I'd like to ask the fans to come up with random NXT names. Now, it doesn't need to have any rhyme or reason to why you would call them these these names, but just a list to put in a bag, basically like the box of gimmicks. So um, I don't know if it's going to work at all, but uh, it might sound a bit fucking out of place here. But this is one name that I've always had up my sleeve was the Human Cagoule Cassidy song choice. <laughs> Champus Divine, Brutus Bench Press, Magnus Tripe, Danny Liver, Daddy Driver, Channing Manson, Boris Cadet, Ernie Lovejoy McCann. So if and, and I've got Barney Didup and Ben and Benny Quirk. It doesn't work at all. This is pathetic. I love, I, no, I love this. Uh, get your any. This is Grado's example of NXT names. Please get them in for next week. Design your own NXT names by just sticking some random names in bowls and pulling them out. That's how you do an NXT <laughs> name, pretty much. Um, I am going to put over Biggie winning the world. Oh, championship. Biggie, I, I, he's such a star, and I'm just delighted he's got. And hopefully, he gets a really good run. I'd like to have seen him go over Reigns, but I've got a funny feeling The Rock's going to be involved in that. However, that leads me on to Roman Reigns and my buddy. Just been announced um, pretty much yesterday that Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is going to happen at WWE Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. The fucking, versus Roman Reigns? Yes, which is basically the glorified house show that they do on Saudi Arabia, and they are throwing away that match in Saudi Arabia. God loves Saudi Arabia, but it's a glorified house show and we're getting Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar there, as opposed to at Survivor Series or a big bigger pay for you down the line. So I don't, I don't think it's great. But if they've got in saying that, there's there's talk about Rock returning at Survivor Series. That's been on the rumor mill for so long. Oh yeah, yeah, the big chat about the Rock will turn up at Survivor Series, which may lead to a Mania match. It's obviously got to be Mania on it next year. Yeah, turn up at Survivor. Turn up at Survivor Series, maybe get a wee run in the Royal Rumble, maybe win the Royal Rumble, fight Reigns at Mania. That'd be good. Potentially, but yeah, I'm, I'm not... Brock versus Reigns getting thrown away at Crown Jewel. Sorry, yeah. mate, I'm not getting you, and I feel I'm, 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 this is, uh, I'm kind of... All right, okay. I'll, I'll, do you know what? I'll, I'll make it up by reading the, 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 the fan suggestions, because I'm, I'm fed up listening to you, so it's all right. You fire on. Kev, he says he wants to put over Bobby Lashley. He's been a brilliant WWE champion. He wants to um, put over Edge versus Seth Rollins on SmackDown. Edge is still an outstanding to watch, even at 47 years old. That you did the rest, that's me done. You, you can... Is that you done? You, you ah, can... That was a good match. Uh, Craig says, Bury the shitey ITV hub app that's making watching AEW a pain in the arse. Sorry, ITV. Uh, I know over... what he's talking about. It's that um, Bank of Scotland advert is on constantly. Oh, God, it's a... See, trying to watch something, like, on ITV online is a pain in the arse. I record AEW. I don't have Fight TV, so I record AEW and uh, watch it on ITV and just fast-forward through the adverts. That's the best way of doing it. But it's not on until a Friday, so you, you miss out. Anyway, put, Craig's also... Know that, I'm burying, know that I'm burying that advert because the... 
the 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 actress in question has uh, got the same agent as me. So if she if if my agents listen, I wouldn't mind getting the next shot of Dana Bank Scotland adverts. So I, I love right. them. Great, there you go. Grado endorses uh, the Bank of Scotland. Uh, Craig's putting over pretty much everything AEW are doing when I'm not stuck watching the same adverts over and over again on the shitey ITV hub app. <laughs> um, David says, Buddy John not paying for all out. Yes, that was revealed last week. I apologise for that. Uh, that was bad. Uh, and put over Sir Tony Khan. That's what David's saying this week. Uh, Daniel says, putting over Big E and everything is cash in. That's how a face should cash in. Uh, what did he do? He, he did announce it. He announced on the Monday that he was going to cash in that night and, and basically made it queer. Uh, came out at the start of the show with the, the case. There was a big uh, to and fro between Randy Orton and all that. And then he cashed in uh, against Big E. But then the way he cashed in Daniel against Big E, uh, sorry, against Bobby Lashley, um, Bobby had his knee injured and uh, Big E went for the knee. So I think that's quite healy. I think if you're Mr. Money in the Bank, and I always think it works better with heels, but if you are Mr. Money in the Bank, fuck it. Just cash in when they're down. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so did he have an actual match? Yeah, well, I but no, he came down. He came down at the end of the the, the match between Orton and uh, Bobby. Uh, Buddy, and myself, are sitting see, through the see, record, I know, I know, Sorry, I know what you're trying to say, right? But see, at the end of the day, to make it, it doesn't matter if they're a bad guy or a good guy. The 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 aim of the game is to be the champ. Exactly. So, aye, he's going. It makes sense. You would do it when somebody's lying in the ass. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why would you not, if someone's getting smashed up, come down and cash in? There you go. Uh, CMJ says, put over Rick Steiner's boy on NXT. Agrees with you, Grado. Shite name, but looks the part and will probably be a big deal in NXT in the near future. And CMJ says, burying WWE for cutting out Selena's match on SmackDown, as well as the women's title match on NXT. Women's Revolution, aye. The women aren't expendable. There you go. So, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know they've done that. I didn't realise that either, so that's really interesting that they've done that. Big Boy Bruno says, I want to put over the legend that is Joe Hendry looking ripped as fuck. This man deserves to be one of the biggest stars in wrestling. Have you seen the pictures of Joe? He, he just put it up on his Twitter recently. He is fucking huge now. He's massive, man. And I saw him put up a picture where he kind of like dyed hair in a suit and he's going to reveal who he is next week. So, currently intrigued. I'm looking forward to it because he's a great man. Yeah, um, Ring, he's still with Ring of Honor as well. Um, I know, it's been, a, it's been a bit of a shame for him with all that, to be honest with you. I know, because he just got signed and it kind of all get canned, canned off. And obviously, we've had him on the show, Joe. Go back and listen in the archives to the chat with but Joe. But he does take up my feed with all these Ring of Honor retweets. It does my tits in, but right, well, There you go. Joe, stop retweeting Ring of Honor stuff. We know you're there, mate. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> we we laugh at that. Giza Gobble, the good card, says, put over loving CM Punk and Taz working together. Oh, were they on commentary together? I didn't realise that. I'd have been brilliant. Um, oh, no, did, I think Taz and Taz, they're, they're setting up an angle with Taz's faction and CM Punk. Anyway, oh, always love Taz on the mic, and this works well for me. And Buddy everything about Ellie Knight versus the Breaker match. Why Buddy Ellie Knight? Why rename a Steiner? And why rename them that? Just hated it. Oh. I completely agree about that Ellie and I, I don't know why they did that, there we go uh, John says put over AEW Dynamite and NXT, both enjoyable shows both best of both worlds and he's burying nothing because John oh, lovely, man. being positive this week and Jamie says <gasps> Al Snow has to be this week's put over after saving a kid's life by pulling him from a riptide, also Biggie getting his reward and Lashley dropping the belt looking great too as well. Uh, you wanted to put over Big Al so for saving that child as well, didn't you? Oh, I know, man. I saw it was in TMZ. I don't actually watch all the videos, but I take it he's been doing a lot of press for it, so good on him, man. And there you go, and you can hear the interview with Al Snow in the archives as well. I think it was episode six or seven. Anyway, go back and listen to the chat with Al Snow, Grado's big pal. Uh, and Buddy, it has to be Jack Jester getting his ass kicked in the Scots. <laughs> so, oh, um, oh, that was brilliant. And folk have been talking about that all week. I'm not saying it was a great episode. I've only caught half it. When it's, there's an MMA match in it. It is. It I, is. It, I sat down with my wife. Do you know what? I, I promised Rabbit, but I said to Rab, I need to catch up. And I did sit down with the wife and watch it. I really, really enjoyed it. So go and watch the Scots Rab star. That. That's why he's not here today, because he's just a big telly star again, isn't it? He's just forgotten about us, you know? He is, man. He's getting, he's, 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 um, he's making a comeback, man. I was worried about him last year, but he's, he's, uh, 
he's getting there, isn't he? I talk at Burniston movies I saw in the press. Know. You know, the Scots is flying. He's not turning up for this anymore, for God's sake. Just getting too big for his boots. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's the Buddies and Putovers for this week. It is the part of the show we invite you to come on and do a run-in but it's not really a run-in because we know that you're coming on. But anyway, let's welcome to Wrestling Daft, uh, Jamie, who I believe wants to talk AEW and will be probably sorely disappointed that the AEW Mark and Tony Khan worshipper himself, Rab Florence, is not here. Jamie, welcome to Wrestling Daft. How are you, mate? Hello, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm all good. right. I'm How are you, right. Jamie? We've got um, some bad. We've got some bad news for you. Rab's uh, phoned in sick. Oh, that's oh, no. all right. How's it going? How's it going, lads? Is all right. I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks where, for having where, me on. Where, where, where is it? You come from, Jamie? I'm originally from Northern Ireland, but I live in the north of England now. Oh, really? I live near. I live in Darlington, which is up near Newcastle. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's funny we were talking about the northeast earlier on there, weren't we? Just when we come on. The I know. Show, I, I used to. I used to live in the northeast, so I know it well, Jamie. They've, obviously, Darlington's mental because they've got this huge, big football stadium that they built there that doesn't get used and just yeah, for no up. for no reason at all. It's used now for rugby, I think. Right? Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. The football team. The football team have moved to a much smaller. Have they? Really? Yeah, they they only get crowds of maybe a couple of thousand, and the stadium's like twenty five thousand or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's men- mental, absolutely mental. Yeah, I remember- where is it? Do you know what? I've I've wrestled in Darlington a few times at the, is it the Dolphin Centre? You call yeah. it? The Dolphin that's Centre. it. Yeah. Who who, who did who did I wrestle there for? I'm trying to think. If it was if there was a couple of Yanks on the show, try to think who would have been there. Um, or somebody's running actually. The new, the Dolphin Centre. Uh, who is it that promoted shows there? Oh, tidal, tidal wave or something like that. Tidal Ooh. wave wrestling or something like that. Do you ever yeah, go to I've shows? Been Dar- I've been in Darlington now since the beginning of twenty seventeen. Molasses from here, you see. So ah, right, right, right. right. So we moved over. We moved back over here. So, did you yeah. follow? Did you follow any of the independent stuff in? It's not Ireland. I'm assuming you're from Jamie, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I used to go to a couple of events, the Pro Wrestling Ulster. Right, BWU had some shows, and I used to go to them. And now, um, now Titanic Wrestling is the big thing over there. So yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Chris, Chris, Jack, who's been on the show a couple of times, is involved with them. Um, uh, he was remember he was doing the, the show a couple of weeks ago, radio when he came on the running. Um, the headline, the headline maker, uh, Chris Jack. So, um, Jamie, you wanted to come on top AEW, didn't you? I, I'm guessing. Rab is off, and the biggest mark and Tony Khan worshiper is not here. So, what do you want to say about AEW? I was, going to, I was going to say to Rob, there's only one Vince McMahon. Oh, oh here we go. I'm so <laughs> gutted he's not here. I, I, I think we need I've got to get me Cameron back. Grimes merch on as well for him. Cameron oh. Grimes is the fucking man. He's one of my favourite wrestlers. He's just... Grady, you must love Grimes. I mean, he's so good on oh, the really? mic and just his gimmick and the character and everything I like that. I tell you what, mate, he's got that because that he's... he's to, it's, it's funny to see how much he's... Because like, when in TNA, he was just a kind of... He was just a flyer. He was just an X Division guy. He never really. I think he he was uh, he was in a group with Andrew Everett and um, Hurricane Helms because his father, Cameron Grimes' father, was the guy who ran Omega Wrestling. That, oh, um, right. Matt Hardy and Jeff. So so basically, there's like Matt, Jeff, Shane Helms, and Cameron Grimes' dad. They're off at that same part as it's. North Carolina or South Carolina, and they all used to wrestle each, each other's back doors. So he's Kent, like the Hardy Boys, for he was like born. Oh, wow. Um, so he, he's like, he had been, I think his first match was like when he was 13, 14 year old. Nice. But he's a, he's a great guy. And I'm telling you, they, um, they, the, 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 the skits and, and, uh, the, the video stuff that he does, I mean, you can so tell that JB's got a big, party playing that because they're superb, they're brilliant. I love the stuff with, with the million is it what does he call himself? Is he is did he win Bitcoin or something like that? Yeah, I they did they did all that and he had the million dollar championship and all that sort of stuff. Brilliant. So aye, aye, it's, it's great. So why is there only one Vince McMahon as opposed to there's only one Tony Khan, Jamie? Because you you know everybody talks at the minute about AEWS. It's the flavour of the month, right? And they're like I think they're trying to 
run before they can walk. Right. And there's something telling me that Vince McMahon has a lot to do with AEW. Oh, don't start this conspiracy theory that Vince is actually running. <laughs> oh, I've heard this all. It's oh, no. Right, come on, give us your theory, though. Go on. It's because they're letting go of so much good talent. And suddenly a lot of them are showing up on AEW. So it's like, what's happening? What's, what's really happening? There must be something, but something says to me there's something behind it. Nah, but I think... Do you not think it's more of the fact that, you know, what they're doing with WWE at the moment? I mean, let's not forget, Tony Khan's pockets are very deep, right? Mm. And if you're offered, like, just say, let's go to Grado, who is a wrestler. So a company comes to you, Grado, let's just say TNA and... (laughs) In fact, that's a terrible example because you're going to cipher TNA. But if WWE and AEW come to you, Grado, right, both have the same money on the table, right? You've got a good contract on the table but the creative way that you're going in AEW is better than the WWE what what way are you going uh, I mean also as I would say even in the last couple of months it's completely changed but I mean I know that WWE is yeah, I mean WWE's always going to be there isn't it I mean I could turn around and say that you know you don't know how long AEW is going to last but you see Meltzer's tweet last night Basically, somebody had wrote, can I wait for Tony Khan's podcast? It's going to be called Four Weeks, right? And Meltzer quote tweeted it saying, I think it will be called How I Turned a $25 million Investment into a Company Worth $400 million in Two Plus Years. I can't get rid of that. Is that, is that was the investment was 25 I mean, the, the, the thing is, though, now that's obviously flew up because the, the wages they're paying, I mean, CM Punk, Daniel uh, Bryan, all these guys are not going to be cheap. They're going to be million, like mega million, like two, three, four, five million dollar contracts without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, because that's what they'd be getting in WWE. But to I me, know... to me, the lads are always going to, to me. Everybody that's going into AEW, they're always going to be associated with being ex WWE guys. Yeah, that's that, where yeah. the, that's where they made their name. Uh-huh. I mean, so really, that's what where they become household names. So right. it's like Vince McMahon. To me, he seems he seems to know what he's doing. Yeah, but but then you know, people game. people say that he's people say that he's losing his marbles, and it's like he's just losing his way completely. Mm-hmm. But to me, he's just got a, a very sensible. I know it's all about wrestling, and we care about wrestling just as fans. But he's got a very good business head on him, I think. Oh, I mean, without a doubt. But and you you could have an argument there, but if you looked at an AEW card last year, right, and you had your. Um... What do you call him? Christ. Moxley. What? Moxley. Well, no, no, what I was going to say is if you looked at a card for AEW 18 months ago, you've got all the kind of, you've got, know that there's anything wrong with these wrestlers, you know, you've got, you've got um, Sonny Kiss and who was, who was his tag team partner again? You've got Kip Sabian. Yeah, all these. If you look at a card right now, it's the majority, it's a 70% of the the roster of the matches on the card are ex-WWE guys, isn't it? But then, no, I wouldn't say, I mean, the thing is, though, and this is what I counteract with Jamie, is that basically AEW are starting to make household names out of people like Darby Allen, MJF, Kenny Omega, who was obviously in the indies, but, you know, is, is big there. They're, they're grafting their own stars, and they've done that Luchasaurus, you know, they, they brought these guys through, they kind of AEW originals. I mean, for me, MGF's the best heel in wrestling at the He's moment. He's the best, man. He's the he best, best heel, the absolute best in heel. And Darby Allen is probably the most up-and-coming wrestler in the business at the moment. I mean, there's very few other people that you can, you know, have that draw that he he does. I mean, there's Hangman Page as well. I mean, that that's just some of the, the names that, you know, spring to mind when you, that would become, and I totally get your point about, you know, what you're saying is a lot of WWE, but I guess, see if the talent is available, why wouldn't you sign them? You know, it's like Cristiano Ronaldo on a free transfer. Why wouldn't you go and, and sign these guys to improve your product? I know, it's like, to me, i say they're AEW's trying to run before they can walk, because surely... They're going, to, they're going to run into a WWE problem that has been in the last few years whereby they're going talent. to... Yes. And yeah. not, knowing what, not knowing what to do with them. Yeah. That, they've got talent you're... there. Of course, they've got the big names. And I suppose that's what you need to get your name out there. But what do you do with them before it just becomes another WWE? But the thing is, but could, you, could, could I sit here and go out to you? 
Wait, I don't. I wouldn't worry about it. Just enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's plenty of there's plenty of things I like about AEW. Uh, plenty of things, but there's plenty of stuff that I don't. What do you not like about I, it? I don't like the elite. Do you know? Right. I, I don't have time for Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> they, try to, they try to come across as serious wrestlers, right? Yeah. But they're they're going about doing comedy stuff well, like that. That shit that is WWE kind well, of thing. I think you're. Do you know what? That's a problem. I, you're, you're you're bang on with some of it. See, sometimes all that try to be funny constantly. It is annoying. But the young bucks, that's their gimmick, is they are annoying. Like, that, is, that, is, that is their gimmick. The young bucks are annoying, you know they are. Um, but I, I know, I, I get. I think that the problem with, and I think it's the problem with all wrestling companies as well. Is sometimes the creative, and especially as it's the wrestlers booking the creative, isn't it? I mean, that's for sometimes you think it's a wee bit like the lunatics running the asylum, and sometimes things die on their arse. But that's, the, sometimes, every, that's sometimes the problem. Yeah, but Jamie, that happens in every company, doesn't it? That happens in every wrestling yeah. company, yeah. Jamie, see if I was to go out right this week, what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch Raw or Dynamite? You can only watch one. What would you watch right now? Hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, probably, <laughs> dyna- probably Dynamite this week, yeah. Uh, but that's it, I mean... You're the only one. I know, that's the thing. I mean, you look at... You look at I mean, SmackDown, I think, is a different proposition, but, I mean, Raw is just... Three hours and some it's just fucking draws on, you know, and some of the booking and oh, <laughs> just it does, it, it just goes on. But, uh, so, the, the sorry, thing, sorry, sorry, such sounds like it's such a mark there. But the one no. thing I don't like now about about the elite, especially, is now with Adam Cole involved, he's right. went from being a pretty serious wrestler in NXT to getting involved with all that crap with the elite. I know there is friends and stuff. There is but, friends and all that, but it's like he's gonna be—he's just gonna become another comedy thing. But then there was a there was another rumor on the internet last night that the plans for Adam Cole was to be a manager in the main roster in WWE. Yeah, yeah, there was, was yeah, there was plans for him to be Keith Lee's manager or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that. Which, by the way, can sometimes work out to be better for folk. But you know, what is he going to do? Is he got to take a managing gig in WWE or getting paid? Maybe mayor of the same money in AEW as part of like one of the most kind of overacts. The, the, the thing about Vince McMahon, why why I like Vince McMahon WWE so much is because you know people talk about AEW is the best, but then next thing they put on they put on WWE put on a pay per view like SummerSlam, and to me that was really good. Yeah, SummerSlam so can, was good. They can just mm-hmm. they can just pick stuff up, like they can just pull stuff out of the bag when they need yeah. to. So, see, um, Jamie, are you going to be going to any of the WWE UK tour shows next week? I know they're going to Newcastle, which is no far for you, is it? Is uh, it they're going to Newcastle. I'm not entirely sure when it is, but I'm not going. No, I would like no. to, but I think it's sold out by now. Have you been to see WWE live before? I have. I've been to, there's been a few shows in Belfast a few years ago. Aye. And uh, I've been to a Raw, I've been to a Raw on SmackDown in, uh, in Manchester back in 2013. Right, and right. it was a good experience. I mean, I said it was a good experience. It was very long. Aye. When, yeah. it's a record, when it's a recorded show in England and stuff, it's like you, you have like five or six hours of things. What the hell? What the hell? They can be long shows. Yeah, they did the Raw in Glasgow and I went along to it and I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself. Thoroughly enjoyed myself. That was a debut, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was actually. Yeah, yeah, it was against Brian Kendrick. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish, I wish Jamie that Rab had been on for this. I really, I think we need, we definitely need to get you back on because uh, Rab. We, but the thing is, Rab loves Vince as well. Rab does love Vince as well, and he loves what he stands for, you know. But it'd be really interesting to put you up against Rab on this one, Jamie. So we'll and just, just one more, one more thing about AEW. They talked at the start about wanting to be a pro wrestling. They were pro wrestling and not sports entertainment. Yeah, and they're quickly they have quickly become that because there is a lot of comedy rubbish on it. On AEW. Do you not like the comedy rubbish though? Do you not need? Do you not need a wee bit? You need your ups and your downs and your you know your palate cleansers. I mean, like WWE has done it throughout. I mean, you've got been Grado's the best person to speak to on this kind of subject. Is you need those palate? You know, you need your Santinos. You need your Hurricane Helms. You need those. Bits of comedy just to lighten it up because I mean, if it was all, I mean, if you're wanting serious wrestling, you go and watch Ring of Honor, you go and watch, you know, again, mm. um, 
New Japan. You know, you need. I just think you need some of some uh, of you that. Need, you need comedy, but it needs to be, there needs to be variety overall in a full show. And if it's comedy, it needs to be done right. It needs to be funny. Yeah. It's like how, how long before AEW becomes the same as WWE, mm. and it becomes stale. Uh, well, listen, because they're just going to sign people from it from WWE, you know, you, uh, like like WCW was. I yeah, love watching old, I love watching old shite WCW. <laughs> shite WCW, WCW is the best What's thing you watch. Two thousand shows, Nitro shows. It's my fucking. It's my favorite pastime. I love it. Should go to because right. You're watching from the NWO crumbled and oh. fucking the Wolfpack and oh god, all right. And Vince McMahon quickly ate them up. That's right. Uh, well, a, I'm going to be losing sleep about it, Biggie, and I would just enjoy it then. And then, <laughs> yeah, well, listen, yeah. I want you to come on and speak to Rab, because I think you'll be good together. Absolutely. Um, one other thing that Rob's going to like, I'm a big fan of Jim Cornette's podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, like Jesus. Oh, God, right. You're definitely coming back on, Jay. But listen, thank you so much for doing the run-in this week. Really appreciate that, mate. No problem. Thank you. All the best, Jamie. Take care, pal. Yes, Jamie. Cheers. And if you want to be like Jamie and get on the run-in next week, you know what the best thing to do is? Sign up to our Patreon. Lots of levels up there, lots of extra content. You can do that at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Woo! John, you know as well as I do that if you go online without using ExpressVPN, it's like changing while leaving your window wide open. You might not have anything to hide, but why give random creeps a chance to invade your privacy? Well, come on. You need to know. When you go online without a VPN, your internet service provider, it can see every single website that you visit. They can legally, by the way, legally sell this information without your consent to ad companies and tech giants, and then they're gonna use their data, your data, to target yourself, right? So what you do is you get ExpressVPN because what it does is it makes it that ISPs can't see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN set server and your data is encrypted for maximum protection. It's easy to use. You just fire up the app, click one button, pick which country you want to stream for and it works in phones, laptops, routers. So everybody who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected as well. And I love it. I love it. Because I'm getting new series. Um, what else can I do? I can, uh, if, I, if I fancy going abroad and I don't want to miss River City, what I do is I stick it to UK and I manage to get it. No bother at all. So what you do is you secure your online activity. Get yourself to expressvpn.com slash wrestling today that's expressvpn.com slash wrestling and you can get an extra three months free it's expressvpn.com slash wrestling you just made the list so everyone in life has a list you know we all live by lists and we at wrestling that we like lists as well and every week we take a wrestling wrestling based subject and we make it into a list see that's what we do you can vote what you want us to talk about by joining us at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft now our seven time losing nomination we're going to get away one day the best ecw champions was up against the funniest moments in wrestling however I realised that we've done that before and I just switched the topic on a suggestion from Neil, one of our patrons, who said we should talk about the best face turns in wrestling and that one with 63% of the vote, Grado. So in Rab's absence, have you got a top three heel-to-face turns for me? Let's do it. Number three. (laughs) Spud turning face at Wembley for a TNA show, January... 2014. Great face turn because Spud had spent a couple of years in TNA being a manager. He ended up managing EC3 and then one of the best matches I've ever saw live was Spud versus EC3 Wembley Arena. Bloodbath. What a match. If you've no saw it, get your way to watch it. And then Spud went on to be a really good good guy. He won the X Division title as well and it was just marvellous to watch it blossom. Fantastic. Number two. Number two, I'm going to go for Jeff Jarrett and TNA. Uh, Jeff had started off as a heel in TNA um, for the first couple of weeks and then I think maybe about three or four months down the line he turned himself into the Steve Austin of TNA, the number one good guy, he was a booker, he did book himself, he made himself the champ and that deserves a lot of respect. (laughs) Number one. Number one for me is going to be Matt Hardy in TNA. He had this uh, 
Snidey gimmick, early January 2016. Um, I can't remember what he was calling himself, but he had split up with JF and he was doing the whole... Um, this was the, the, the very, very, very start of the uh, broken mat type of carry-on. It started yeah. off, he was a heel. He turned it around and then it became one of the most other things in wrestling that year. Delete, 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 delete. So that and the fact that um, I'm very good friends with Matthew, I'm going to put him as the number one face stunt in wrestling history. And if you don't like it, fuck you. Right, there was definitely a theme to your top three there, Gredo. I can't imagine what class. it was. Yeah, yeah. The it's number class. one face turn in wrestling history is Matt Hardy's in TNA. Um, Mac Dow starts us off with the, the best heel face turn. Batista, that's my favourite. Oh, that's a belter. That's the, my, thumbs, that's my the thumbs down. It was a oh that just the the thumbs down in the face on Ric Flair and Triple we can't mention Brilliant. Ric Flair we can't mention Ric Flair anymore uh, Triple H's face when he does the thumbs down was amazing uh, Virgil when he turned in the million dollar man is a belter as well from Matt Dow uh, one of the best pops in history that uh, if you go go out your way on the I don't network, think I've ever saw that. Go out your way in the network to, to, to see that Virgil uh, face turn. It was unbelievable. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, Jimmy in Germany says Austin Mania 13. Of course, the, the, the double switch, wasn't it? Brett going off as a, a heel and oh, yeah. turning up in the start of Stone Cold, really. Um, John Batista face turn on Raw is up there as well. And the execution was perfect. Triple H being power bombed through the table. What a spot. CMJ says uh, Randy Savage at WrestleMania 7. Good show. Oh, getting yeah, back so with Elizabeth. Such a feel good moment. Um, Goshi, Hulk Hogan's unintended oh, face turn at Mania 18. Oh, that might replace your number one now, Grado. Eh? Yes, I, that, I'm, I actually never even thought about that, but that was probably. That was unintended because that was just, that was just, I mean, that call was made from what, you, what you've heard and what in the interviews you hear. That was, they, they called that in the ring, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They rocked it. The rock in the fly, on. yeah, and they, they said, Right, yeah. I'm going to wrestle heel, you got to wrestle face, and then they, they caught it brilliant. Whether he's got rock, to turn the face or not, I don't think WD had much choice considering most of the crowd were cheering for Hogan and booing the rock. Listen, um, right, the rock fucking in the getting Terry in a heat look, right? You just getting on you, the bad guy, now, right? Just for <laughs> you, man. you be the bad guy, right? I'll be the bad guy, you be the good guy, right? Let's go, one, two, three. <laughs> but do, you, do you think if it, do you think if you watch back the match you can look at that point that that happened that they've, they've kind of went listen the rocks turned around and said right I'm, I'm going to wrestle heel now you wrestle face do you, do He's, you, but I would have probably done Hogan's probably or the rock why I was turned around and went the rocks probably went let me get heat on you let's just I'll put heat on you and that's probably it that's probably what they've done aye 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 I love that probably switch it <laughs> love that match one of the best ever uh, Paul says Shawn Michaels in 1992 which of course is one of the most infamous uh, heel turns however he says he must have known what the future held for Marty no wonder he wanted away from him <laughs> so I guess you could see it as a face turn there uh, Dan- Dylan says Brian Danielson uh, that said I preferred him as a heel um, I can't remember he's, he's been through a couple of heel and uh, when he came, I, do you know what I really think is really underrated with Daniel Bryan when mm-hmm. he did the whole vegan thing I thought like when he came back and he switched it up and he was the kind of vegan thing I with thought, a cardboard belt and all that I, I thought it was really good I thought it was really good as a, a, from a face to a heel turn anyway uh, Kevin says DDP in WCW when he looked like he was joining the NWO before battering Hall and Nash oh that's right he pulled off a t-shirt and had NWO didn't he I remember that yeah uh, that yeah that was good. And uh, Bruno says, has to be Hogan at WrestleMania 18. He had the crowd like putty in his hand. That's <laughs> funny, that putty in his hand. That's funny, isn't it? I remember I worked with a fireman, man. The, um, <laughs> he fucking was telling me that Bruno Mars come on in the, in the church. Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars. And he says, see that song, I think, I'll tell you. It's the woman. What, putty in your hand. See if you got them dance to that. Bruno Mars, see <laughs> that song, yeah? Tell me, see the woman. What Bruno Mars song? Locked out of heaven? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> if you see that in the night out, I'm telling you. Putty. It's like putty. <laughs> right, Grado, let's rev up that virtual motor as it's time for another wrestling daft road story. We're going to pretend, well, you don't have to pretend because you're an actual wrestler. I'll pretend that we are wrestlers on the way back from a house show and we're both <laughs> 
Uh, yes, a, a, a house show. We'll pretend that we're in the WWE and we're on our way back from a house show, all right? I, I, that's one thing I love about British wrestling. I know, man, when we do that, like when promotions would go, we're going to start doing house shows. I'm not going to say who you said that, man. It was funny. He'd go, we've got, we've got TV that week. We've got TV. And then we'll do, we've got a house show. You're like, oh, fucking, it's just a fucking wrestling show. Yeah, man. Anyway. I think we can guess what promotion that is, Grado. Uh, so, so let's let's get in the car and see what happens. All right. Ah, what about what about the house show tonight, mate? Oh, the house show tonight was uh, brilliant, man. House show at the Dolphin Centre in Darlington in front of eighty-five people. Yeah. Ready for the TV tapings at the weekend? <laughs> what do you mean the TV tapings at the Dolby's Dolby Centre in Larbert? The, Do- the Do- Dolby Hall in Larbert, is that the one you call it? The Dolby Hall? The Dolby Centre's the garden centre. So <laughs> I, don't I don't know if we're doing a show there, but I'll see you at the Dolby Hall eh, for the TV tapes. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, listen, I've, I've, let's kill the time while we're, we're, we're in the car now. Yeah, let's do it. Tell me a wee story, John. See, when I was 18, mate, you know, I, I was on the lookout every, every weekend, up a dance and looking for a wee pump, right? Yeah, when you're 18, Grado, you know what it's like. You, Aye, the women are like, putty in your horn. They're like, putty in your horn as a woman, honestly, when you're 18, they're like, putty. So anyway, but I'm out there dancing, you know, um, usual bow, doing a floating, you know, near the end. You know that kind of half past two when you're thinking, I'm not getting a lumber the night, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to try a wee bit. So anyway, you're looking round, right, you're looking round and your eyes meet across the dance floor and you're both looking for it anyway. Half past two, here we go eyes up this older lady she, she must have been close to the 40 I mean bear in mind I'm 18 at this time you know so anyway before I know it she's rubbing herself up and down against me I'm thinking I'm fucking in here I'll tell you anyway it comes to end we better winch and what have you and suddenly we're on a taxi away back up to hers so we arrive at her place big tenement block and she knocks the door first. I thought, that's a bit strange. Anyway, boy about the same age as me comes down and lets us in. <laughs> Christ, it's her fucking son. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking. Anyway, I go in anyway, you know. She gives it, wait here, I'll be down in a minute. So I'm left in this kitchen, right? I'm just pottering about. Oh, worked into the fridge. Well, there's a wee bottle of bud there. I think I'll have that. So crack it open, wee bottle of bud. And she makes her grand entrance. I can hear her coming down the stairs. Thump, thump, thump. Anyway, she's went up the stairs and what she's done, Grado, mm-hmm. she's stuck on the sexy undies and all that. But none of it fits. You know that way? None of it fits. The pants, the bra. It's not, it's not a good look for her. Let's just say that, right? So anyway, I'm still right up for it. You know, I'm 18. I've got a wee beer in my hand. I've, had a, I've got a stoner, right? I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Grado. I'm sitting there with a stoner. And she asked me if, I hung, if I'm hungry. And I go, no, I, I thought I was all right. I was all right. But anyway, so she starts making noodles on the boil. You know, like super noodles, right? Anyway, so she's making then, right? And I'm behind her and I'm, I'm ready to go, like, I'm ready to go. So eventually... The noodles are ready. I mean, super noodles don't take long, Grado, do you know what I mean? No. And we both go up the stairs. Anyway, she's she's taking the super noodles up the stairs with her, right? <laughs> I thought eating the kitchen, man, you know. Anyway, but we're both in the bed now. And we start a wee bit of lunching. Anyway, you know, I decide, probably against my better judgment, that, you know, I'll I'll go down there. For fuck's sake. I know. Man, it was bad. You know, it was it was a bit boofing. I'm not going to lie to you, Grado. It was a bit boofing. But I ain't a quitter, mate. I ain't a quitter. And we all, well, down there, I gave it my best shot. Anyway, this is where it gets to the weird bit. So, I move back up, you know, I'm ready to go. And she's got a fork full of super noodles. <laughs> and she's putting them across her chest, telling me to eat them. This is brutal, man. So anyway, I say fuck it. I say I'll play along. I don't want to ruin my chances here. So I'm now eating curry super noodles off her breasts. Curry fucking super noodles. And this, I mean, this wasn't just a, this wasn't just one spoonful, Grado. This was, this went on for a wee while. Let me tell you. 
So, so there I am, eating curry super noodles after I meet up a 40 year old whose underwear didn't fit too well and her son's downstairs and there's me curry noodles off her maw, off his maw. Anyway, I got lucky after that anyway and then I got to fuck and I'll tell you what, that was the night of the curry super noodles on the breasts. Oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> What is it? Is that? Oh my god, man. He's never got an ace story, you know. They've never ever got a wee nice thing, something about, you know, there's house snow saving rains <laughs> for the fucking ocean, and somebody's coming on while you're talking about licking fucking curry noodles off a 40 year old woman. I <laughs> oh, tell you what, if, if you've got a, a, a story of saving someone's life like Al Snow did, we'd really appreciate it. Because I don't think Rab would appreciate that story. I think this would, Rab would. would glad to be glad he's dipped us one. Christ's sake, man. That's some <coughs> anyway, thank you very much, Alan McDougall, who supplied that story. I can't, I can't believe he's letting his phone name being aired. <laughs> All right, okay, Alan. Um, thanks for that story. Uh, if you've got a wrestling daft road story, it doesn't have to be involving curries and sex and all that sort of stuff. You could have saved someone's life, like Grado says. Please drop it into us. You can DM us on Twitter at wrestling daft on the Facebook, or of course get us on our email wrestling daft at gmail dot com. So uh, that's it for Wrestling Daft this week. Sorry, the card was subject to change. It's been me and Grado this week. Um, Rab will be back next week so we can out him for actually dingying us. And we know he had a meeting when this was set to record. We know that. So we'll we'll, we'll see him next week for that. Uh, Grado, who's going to be our listener of the week this week? Um, what was the one? The R- Razor Ramon to fuck. Razor Ramon, Ramon to fuck, that is Cameron, so well done, Razor Ramon to fuck, uh, in the punning, you are listener of the week. Uh, that is it, uh, we'll get up the road, but remember, uh, review Wrestling After it. we're like, I think for about 140, we're a five stars on Apple, Gradle. Seriously, we're, really? we're a five star podcast on Apple Wrestling So keep the reviews, keep the ratings coming up. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. And tell your friends, man. This is the best wrestling podcast out there, isn't it? Uh, it sure is. And, and also listen. find me. Find me on cameo.com forward slash gado. I will do any video for yourself, whether it be for your partner's birthday, whether it be for weddings, whether it be for Christmases, uh, anything at all. I am available on cameo.com. But as I say, I don't like to put it on Twitter because it's a redneck, so I like to do it through my podcast. So there you go. Get right, Grado on Cameo. How many have you done now? About seven. <laughs> Here we go! Brilliant. So you can get Grado on Cameo. Check that out. Uh, and we get more content from Wrestling Daft, patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. And we've got merch. You can still buy Wrestling Daft merch. We don't make a big song and dance about it, but because basically we don't have designers anymore. So the, the kind of, we were used to do a t-shirt every month. It's kind of slowed down recently because we don't have designers anymore. Here, if you want to design a t-shirt for Wrestling Daft, we'd really appreciate it. You can do that and we'll put it up in the shop for sale and we'll uh, take the money off it. That, that's you know funny. Did we lose what designers maybe like three weeks ago? No, we've not had designers now for about, uh, probably about a year now. Right, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to design a t-shirt for us, we'll readily accept your design and sell it as our own. And, you know, we don't get much a cut off of t-shirts, but we make about £2 per t-shirt anyway, so it's fine. But yeah, get us shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling da. Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling The designs up there are brilliant. I, I definitely suggest you buy the Hulk Hogan Jabroni Marks quote, because that's brilliant. Anyway. That's everywhere now, isn't it? You see that everywhere, right? I know, everyone's started nicking our gimmick now, man. You know, shocking. Anyway, that's us for this week's wrestling, Dad. Thank you, Grado, really appreciate it. Cheers, mate. Thank you for doing the talking and all that. Doing the talking, thanks for that. Sorry. I've I've done the talking, I've done the talking. Anyway, until then. Anyway, up the road. Up the road. Out yourself.